0: hey it's brendan janetti
1: and i'm devin o'haran
0: and you are listening to music you're missing
1: and we are bringing you Gander. i am super excited about this one i have been listening to him for a while And he just keeps popping out some great music and he just released an EP.
0: The EP is called Everything Will Be Okay Eventually. And some of the tracks from the EP are atop the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist right now.
1: So go and check him out. You don't want to miss it.
0: But the thing about Michigan too is ever since Devin put me on to him and you really did put me on to him. He's like, I've I've been listening to him nonstop.
1: I've been trying to get you to listen to him for like a while. I know
0: He was one of the ones that I've accidentally just like ignored Devin about, but I'm I'm glad I didn't. Uh, But it's funny too, because I've been seeing him like pop up, you know how you can see like Spotify listener, like who's listening to who on Spotify, all my friends listening to him.
1: But it's not even just that, like he is everywhere. Like he just did an interview with Apple, like he Mm -hmm. said, and then he was the cover of Alt central on Apple music, which for us, uh, Apple music people is a big deal. I know Brendan won't understand. I'm a big (laughs) Spotify
0: guy, but no, for real, that is a big deal. And he is really just excelling and his track better was the number one most added song to adult alternative radio last week
1: that's insane
0: I mean making it on radio is ain't easy man we're, we're in the age of streaming so to it's... to get like that feat is is so cool and he really deserves it he is just truly a talent and I can't wait to to chat with him
1: I'm so excited
0: but before that Devin Where can the people find us on social media?
1: They can find us at Music You're Missing. Basically everywhere on TikTok, we're at Music You're Missing podcast.
0: And of course, you can follow our Spotify playlist. We highlight all the artists featured on this show, as well as some other hand-selected tracks from similar artists, and we put them on the playlist called Music You're Missing. But enough of that. Let's get our soon to be new friend Michigander who whose real name uh Jason Singer that's who's going to be joining us <laughs> Jason Singer. Let's get him on the line. We are joined by Michigander also known as Jason Singer. How's it going, man?
2: Going terrific.
0: We as we do with pretty much all of our artists, we just had a nice conversation and we ended up having to cut it short because we realized we were just missing out on some content.
1: Yeah. yeah we this happens anytime we talk to people because we get so excited and we're (laughs) like tell them all this stuff and they tell us all this stuff and we're like chill out chill out
2: it's one of my biggest problems i did an interview with uh apple and they they literally just like FaceTimed in, and they and without any like formalities, just that was the interview, and it was see you later, and that was it. (laughs) Did you
0: just know like that it was on at the point?
2: No, no idea. But that made it really cool because it was just like that's how it goes. And yeah, Pete Holmes podcast, yeah, uh, he does that. He just starts recording the minute the person walks in the room, and it's very funny.
1: (laughs) Speaking of Apple Music, congrats on the cover of Alt Central. Thank you. That's insane. Yeah, pretty
2: pretty cool. That's all that was one of my bucket lists for the next two years. I got it pretty quickly. So
1: Yeah. Cool. Especially right when the E P dropped, like that's perfect. Yeah.
2: Perfect diamond. That is
1: it couldn't get yeah. better than that.
2: It was all planned. I wish it was planned, but it just kind of happens.
0: Wait, really? See, now that's something that I think is really interesting for our listeners. We get to like go kind of in depth in terms of like marketing and just the way things happen. A lot of the time, these playlists and playlist covers really aren't, you know, planned. And a lot of the time, sometimes it's actually illegal <laughs> to like petition to get your song uh, like up top or something. So that just happened naturally. You just were selected as the cover.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we we hit them up and we go, hey, we got an EP, can we do, you want to do an interview or? something and so i think there's like a natural progression to it but we can't say hey we were releasing an ep we want to be on the cover yeah you can't call call rolling stone and say you want to be on the cover unless you're like bono right
1: yeah well you'll be the cover of uh music you're missing when this drops so
2: oh that's not cool i love that i love covers i yeah that's my favorite i get so excited uh
0: so before we started the call i just thought it was a fun little uh tidbit about water bottles we had this recent revelation and what what does your dad like to call him
2: my dad calls <laughs> it an exclusive me and my brothers who are younger than me and their wives all have uh um water bottles and we carry me around and my dad goes he says that's millennial sauce <laughs> all the millennials drink a lot of water so um yeah we we love our water bottles
1: that is got, true we got, we got, emotional um, support water bottles it's
0: weirdly true and you know what like it really, ever since I got this, 40 ounces, I've been like drinking like three a day. I've just been super yeah. hydrated. And for some reason, like this doesn't bother me. Put it on my thumb. If I'm on a hike, you know what? I can put it on my middle finger. No, no It doesn't even bother me.
1: That yeah. would drive me crazy. That one is a little.
0: It is a little. Like a honestly, little my middle finger muscles are like. <laughs> <laughs> but Michigander, obviously, you know, we know you were born and raised in Midland, Michigan, correct?
2: Well, born in, well, in Green Rapids, but uh, raised in Saginaw, Midland area, yeah.
0: So, you know, what led to the, the name Michigander?
2: Um, I, I wanted to be a band more than just like a, like, hey, I'm Jason Singer, because I think those names of artists, when they name them, unless you have a cool name, uh, it stands out a lot more. And so I was in New York. When I was years before I was even really doing music, I was like, what would my band name be? And my best friend Adam was like, hey, what about Michigander? And I said, that's kind of cool. I don't think anybody has been called Michigander before. And it is unique to me. And then automatically, if you're from Michigan, you have to like my band. It's part of like the deal. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of it. And as, I think the main, one of the main reasons I switched to it was we were playing a house show. In near Michigan State and somebody came up to my friends and was like or my guitarist I was like what band do you play for and he said Jason Singer and I said that sucks that's not a band I want to have a band so I called it called the Michigander we call it uh internally we call it Gander um <laughs> everything is Gander when we I talk like about it Gander songs Gander sessions all that Gander blend was the coffee so just Gander
1: how long have you been with the rest of the band like yeah so the guy it's, its it's it's basically a
2: solo project, but there's been a lot of different folks that have been involved. Uh, my drummer Aaron me and we played drums he's played drums since he was like in eighth grade with me and we just kind of been friends so I mean there are a lot there's a lot of like people that are important to the success of what I've been doing, but it is a solo project um, but I, like at the same time I can't really do what I do on the level I get to do it without the guys, especially the guys who are with me now, Jake and Aaron and Connor. Um, yeah, they're great. I love them. Do, do they kind of
0: all have uh, input into like the creative process or are they more for like the live performance aspect?
2: It depends on the song. So, like me, and, I mean, Jake write a lot together. So Jake, a little more than some, and then Aaron is like a very unique drummer. And so he adds a lot of things into it that he comes up with. And so he adds stuff too. And then Connor just played. We just started recording for like the next thing, um, and Connor started playing bass on some of that stuff. So, I mean, I kind of fully fledge out the songs, and then they kind of add stuff. And then my producer Jake also kind of adds stuff. But yeah, nice. Seems like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good machine. Oiled at times. <laughs> I have a. I have a, um. I just realized that my. Uh, it's my, um, speaking of oil, it's my Trader Joe's olive oil. <laughs> uh, I bought out a Trader Joe's on my way home from Nashville yesterday just because I needed some, and I just realized it's in my room. So shout go. out to Trader oil. Joe's.
1: Trader Joe's sponsor.
2: <laughs> I wish. Oh, I thought you were serious. I got really excited. Oh, man. I
1: wish.
0: No, I mean you know, cool. what's so funny, speaking of Trader Joe's, my mom for like Easter, because she still gives us Easter baskets, she um, put in a $25 gift card to Trader Joe's and that shit has lasted me for like three weeks. Uh, like, yeah. I'm just like, and I have not gone to formal grocery shopping. I just like do like one and dones there. Awesome. Yeah, totally. I love it there. Oh, Joe, if you're listening, you know what's up. You know, I think it's funny you just alluded to working on new music because your brand new EP, Everything Will Be Okay Eventually, literally like just dropped in March. Yeah. Do you ever really get a
2: break? Usually, so this EP has been done for a while. Like, I I mean, I got to work on it for like a whole year extra. Normally I just have a few months to like kind of get it ready and put it out. And I mean, that's really doable. Um, but now, I mean, I have like, we were going to put it out last uh, last summer and we decided to wait till march obviously like last couple of weeks ago and so like instead of me just like sitting around and doing whatever i worked on those songs then i was like okay i can get a head start on whether it be a full length or you know, another ep or just a single or whatever so we got like i got like six songs that i'm like pretty close to being finished with already and uh, it feels i've never had the luxury of having something done that quickly after a, a release so it's exciting to have it and it's like quality, too, which mm-hmm. is always oh, the scariest thing. because I never really know if it's good until I get to the studio and it's like being really recorded and I already feel good about the tunes I'm demoing, which is nice.
0: Yeah, I think I either read or heard a quote from you in one of your interviews that you said, like, you're really grateful for this amount of time because you were really able to fine tune things that you really hadn't been able to do before. Is there something specifically that you took away from that extra time that you now will incorporate into all of your production going forward?
2: Yeah, I used, I haven't, I used a lot of samples um, that I'd never done before, and I used a lot of like um, weird instruments from Logic and such, like and stuff like that. Um, Jack Antonoff released this big sample pack thing, and he said use this on whatever, and we uh, used it on whatever. Uh, so there's a lot of Jack Antonoff on the album.
0: That is so cool. Is is he one of like your your inspirations?
2: Um, I've always kind of liked his Bleacher stuff and his music and I, I think he's probably a very nice human being um, but I, I mean I don't think he's one of my biggest influences <laughs> at all I really I think he's a great writer and I think he does very well with everything he does um, but I, maybe he is you know what as I'm, as I'm talking about it maybe he is a little bit
1: he is knocking yeah. out insane music right now like sure. yeah it's I kinda feel warm. like everything he's been doing has just been in like
0: mm-hmm. yeah I was he's been
1: excelling
0: I was yeah. definitely like a, I don't even know what you call it. Like I was like a My Chemical Romance, uh, Panic at the Disco and Fun when they eventually came out. Um, I was into them and I like, you know, knew Jack Antonoff from that because I believe he was mm-hmm. the drummer. And then I saw him onto Bleachers and then, you know, he started working with Taylor Swift and I was like, what? <laughs>
2: like It yeah, was just like, just like the first around.
0: person I followed that
2: wasn't necessarily
0: a singer. Like
2: he was an right. actual. Like, yeah, right. I, I think he's, yeah, I think he's brilliant. And he made it on my record. Lucky for him. I
1: know. One day he'll no, be like, kidding. Michigander, you know them? I was on his record. Mm-hmm. But, but well, I hope I, I hope
2: I get to meet him someday and tell him that, that you're on, on a bunch of my music. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Manifest it <laughs> yeah. into the world. Please don't Manifest. ask for a check, but you are <laughs> yeah, on my song.
2: Uh, maybe I shouldn't tell him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so was that track that you were referencing, was that Better, which is the number one most added track to adult? alternative radio
2: it was not better it was oh. let down oh. and every other song except better i think actually has <laughs> Jack jack samples on it actually it might just be let down and like together and okay but uh, better was all original Just me and the guys were rock and roll and making tunes. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So that's just us. Um, But uh, yeah, that is the most added song, I guess, is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. And I always listen to like my local college station, at Central Michigan University, and always loved their music that they would play there. And now to be on the radio all over the country. Is pretty wild, and I mean, you know, streaming too. Like, I never knew what that would, never experienced, but that would be eventually. So, having songs on the radio is cool. It's cool to turn it on when you're in like a city that plays it, and just listen for it, and then it comes on. You're like, oh,
1: that's cool. That feels really nice. That's me. That is me. I
0: yeah. saw in your Twitter you were in like your hometown or or a Kroger that you frequent, and you were playing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was cool too. Because everyone tells me they're like, I heard, I heard Down at Kroger. I heard it at Trader Joe's. I heard it at Walmart or whatever. All these different places. And I mean, I really don't know how that's happening. I I don't know if anyone does. Well, I'm sure someone knows, but I don't. Know. And uh, and I'm always like, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And so I went into Kroger visiting my parents with my girlfriend and she like came around the corner. She's like, listen, I was like, what? You know, it was like halfway through the song. I didn't even notice. So there's <laughs> a good chance it hasn't played many times while I've been in the store, but that was very cool. You know, it's from my hometown Midland and I used to shop there and I used to like bus click a mile from there and I used to go to school, not far from there. And everyone told me to go to college and get a real job. And then now it's in Kroger. <laughs> that's a
1: real like fuck you to anyone who ever told you to go to college. Cause... Yeah.
2: I mean, a lot of those p- people are probably working at that Kroger, maybe. And they, I don't know. That was there mean. You go. But, uh, <laughs> but it was cool. It was very surreal to be like, whoa, I was like filming myself with my broccoli. And, <laughs> yeah, my mom like, was looking at me funny.
0: Did you but, tell the clerk? Please tell me.
2: No, I would have, but I'm kind of a self checkout guy. Oh, oh okay.
0: it's
1: okay. I'm the same way. <laughs>
2: I don't know any, are you, you both are self-checkout folks? Yeah. I get yeah. stressed who goes, out who, now? Goes, who goes through the normal checkout now?
0: No one. And you know, I always have like this dialogue in my own head where I'm like, Brendan, you should really, you should really go through the checkout. Like they, yes. you, cause there's well, no line. You're yeah. just being rude at this point, but I'm like, I can't do it.
2: Except at
1: Trader Joe's.
2: <laughs> they have the wonderful people in the colorful shirt. I'm going to
0: send like a super cut to Trader Joe's of
2: this interview.
1: Yeah, please do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right before covid started uh started i always feel weird like it's, it's not like a, a game it didn't start but like once it yeah before it was rapidly spreading uh you opened for bernie sanders
2: yeah it was the last gig we played unreal how, what was that like how, how did that even happen the romantic story is i tweeted at him and <laughs> the less romantic story is i tweeted at him and then I was like, man, I wish that would happen. How do I make that happen? And then I realized I had a friend who works on the campaign, uh, doing running the event side of things. And I said, I should email him. So I emailed them and I said, Well, what about this? And he said, That sounds awesome. Here we go. So, um, so yeah, I mean, then they just kind of I mean, it it was not that hard. I was just like, We're a band, we're pretty good. Can we open? And there was like ten five, ten thousand people there. And uh was the last thing we did which is crazy to look back on that because i don't know it just seems it seems like many years ago mm-hmm. when we were on that cold grand rapids morning in a big <laughs> plaza playing music and it's cool i saw my like my little lanyard over here behind the screen uh, that i look at sometimes and go wow that's
1: cool that's a way but to go out with a bang though <laughs> like sure. to have that as your last show before covid that is crazy. You
2: it know? was cool. I'm glad it wasn't a like a, a crappy show. I'm glad it was a good one. So can't complain there.
0: Did you get to meet Bernie?
2: Very, 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 very briefly. Mm-hmm. It was literally like a thanks, thanks guys. Pause for the picture. Bye. I shake all our hands. Thank yeah. you. Walk. And I, and then I asked him for gas money and he said
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you elect me.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, that is hilarious.
1: I love that.
0: Well, so you're kind of like, not actually, but kind of a little bit. You're kind of back performing live.
2: Very little kind of bit,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's as best as you're going to get for the time being.
2: Yeah, uh, I probably for a few more months. I, we, we have a show on the 7th, May 7th, here in Detroit with Mount Joy. Uh, got like a little private thing next week. Um but uh, besides that, I don't think we're looking at anything until, ma- I mean, at the very earliest in July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the very earliest. Uh, but until then, we're just, we're getting, ex- we're excited. Uh, I mean, the guys are all, the guys are almost all vaccinated. I'm fully vaxxed. Nice. Congrats. That's uh, so
1: exciting.
2: Uh, so that's cool. I'm just, I'm just hoping it's sooner than later. I'm sure by the fall, I'm sure by the August and the fall, we'll be in a good spot.
0: You have had experience still performing but like without a crowd like for your live stream yeah what's your mindset compared like when you're on stage and no one's in front of you versus when you're on stage and there's a shit ton of people in front of you
2: so we've done two full band like good production live streams over the whole thing and then probably like a hundred of these weird zoom instagram live things and i am so sick of it yeah
1: it's (laughs) so it's such a weird feeling i feel like i don't
2: think any i think everybody is sick of it i mean it's like, I enjoy, like, being able to talk to you guys over this because this is kind of cool and this makes sense because mm. we're, like, we're talking back and forth. But, like, I'm so sick of sitting in my room. Like, I'm going to be done with this and I'm going to shut the computer and it's going to be dead silent. I'm going to go, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> I wish I was there wherever y'all are. Yeah. Boston or when. Yep, Boston. Yeah. I wish I was there because then I could make some funny jokes and make you guys laugh and tell you about <laughs> Trader Joe's more. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I am so sick of live streams like the shows are fun when they're like the guys are there because we just get to play and they're like, yeah, it's awesome. And then you forget and you turn around, and you go, oh, yeah, this sucks. There's nobody here. Um, I'm glad we got to play music, but I'm I'm just and I'm glad with my friends at least, but I just I'm very much over it. Um I mean, I'm glad we're staying safe and everything. Don't get me wrong, but I'm very much over the play to the camera thing.
0: For sure. I mean, a huge part of the live performance is like that high that it gives you. And that right. shit doesn't it doesn't stop as soon as you play your last note. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. very much so a culture and uh, what you do after the show, whether that, you know, be like, go party or just like hang out with your friends or friends like
2: you're to, in- them, so, to sleep.
0: Yeah, that too. Um, But you know what? It's probably going to be the best damn sleep of your life because like that shit will put you to sleep. But I feel like, you know, when you're doing it in front of a camera, it might it's just kind of like, all right, back to regular programming and schedule.
2: Yeah, I'm done with the camera in my bedroom thing. Uh. Yeah, it's also like, you know what? Too many
0: people have seen what my bedroom looks like this year.
2: No one else has known what it looks like. I moved. So uh, originally, it was uh, the first half of these things are just very uh, differently, but now it's a little bit more open. There's a dog that barks next door. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but it's very loud, and it's been quite a, quite a struggle to record anything. No. No, so, that's fine with me, though, because um, maybe no one will want me to do it anymore. But uh, <laughs> it, is, it is weird to have everybody in my room, like, that's where I sleep, over there somewhere. Yeah, I have to make my bed when I do these. I don't normally make my bed. <laughs>
1: That is true. It, it's it, the little things I, you don't think about.
2: Hundred percent. I, I have like a million blankets and pillows, and and I, when I do this, I literally just throw some on the floor <laughs> over here because I don't want to like try to make all that stuff look nice. So I, I simplify mm-hmm. it.
0: We yeah. should honestly like start a segment. Like, are you wearing pants? Yes or no? I'm wearing.
3: I'm wearing sweats,
2: <laughs> but I, and but I usually wear sweats. Yeah. Are
1: you wearing a Carhartt shirt though?
2: Hey. And uh, no, I, I don't wear my Carhartt socks today, but I do wear a lot of Carhartt.
1: They also need to sponsor you. Maybe one day. Carhartt, Trader Joe's. We're gonna add something else to you the list it. by the end of it. Endorse me,
2: please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so bring it back to the EP. uh, Fortnite yeah. <laughs> picked up Letdown on their radio.
2: that's cool that was cool another cool thing my managers actually forgot to tell me <laughs> hey, they were like happens. hey they're like can you start practicing Fortnite because we might do a thing with them and i was like what are you talking about and they're like they're like your songs in the game and i was like it is and they're like yeah and i was like oh my gosh i was like they're like, no one told you i was like I must have just slipped through and so then i'm like guys we gotta play Fortnite." it's all my A gamer buds, um, which is a light term gamer for me, Mm -hmm. Uh, we started playing Fortnite to listen to it and we found it, which was pretty rad. It's on the Rock and Royale station. If anyone is a big (laughs) Fortnite player, you should get in a car and turn on the radio.
0: Honestly, that is so cool. And the kind of like intertwining of the gaming industry and the music industry is something. I, I've i never was a gamer, but it's just so fascinating Uh, the amount of parallels that they have and are continuing to have. It's yeah. wild.
2: It's cool. I hope I get a song in GTA, though. Like that.
0: <laughs> that would be fucking awesome.
2: When I'm jumping my car into the military base to steal a jet, <laughs> I can hear let down or better even i mean, it was
0: just gonna ask like what song do you think would be the perfect fit for like GTA better,
2: definitely better. better let's put it in everything
0: so that's just another so hey rockstar games so so right now we're at trader joe's rockstar games and Carhartt. so if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> Sick my heart funny.
3: yeah
1: he did Carhartt. say it, he did say it really funny did i, did I, I wait how, how do you that. say it car all right
0: her heart. Oh yeah. Heart. Oh my god. You're like
1: heart? <laughs> I do
0: that. So I make fun of my mom too. Wow, my mom's getting two shoutouts in this <laughs> podcast. She uh says a lot of things wrong, and she says um Chinese food, like Chinese food. And every time she says it, I'm like Chinese food, mom.
2: Wait, how do you guys say Michigander?
1: Michigander. Michigander. Someone, someone says
2: Michigan, Michigan, Michigander or something. <laughs> Michigan. Oh, I, I think I
1: said it like that in the beginning. Probably. Michigander. No,
2: no, someone, no, they say Michigander. Michigander.
0: Mich- oh, oh, I, I can see that you one. how
2: yeah, like, do you say it like that? Michigan-ander. Man, I don't know who knows.
0: You know, it's it's really not that hard to go to YouTube, find an artist interview, double check the way that an artist says it because yes. that's my biggest fear is calling an artist the
2: wrong name. Oh
1: my God. The be,
2: I should make a video that just says how to pronounce Michigander and it would just be me saying Michigander and that's it.
0: Honestly, that'd be kind of funny.
1: That should be your next TikTok. Okay, it would that's blow a- up for like...
0: I suck at TikTok. I think something that I've I've learned from you is you seem to just really kind of be focused on the music and maybe less impressed with like the whole like social media world. And I think we can kind of all relate to that. So I'm, I'm just wondering, like, what advice would you give to an artist who might be getting like lost in the sauce of social media?
2: I feel like a lot of people lost in the sauce. I like that phrase. <laughs> uh, um, I feel like a lot of bands like to do more photo shoots and they like to put out music that bothers me so i would just say do less photo shoots and care more about the music and the songs and um write songs for the song serve the song Mm -hmm. care about the music and that will do you a lot better than i mean you have to have some you have to be a little bit savvy with the, the the social media side of things but it's also really important to um it's really important to have like just good songs that are gonna stand up against other songs, because mm-hmm. you can have amazing branding and amazing band name and amazing playlists and everything, but if the song sucks, you don't really have much <laughs> as, as as a musician at least. And you, you know what? So true. You, it's
0: crazy how sometimes people forget about that. Uh,
2: it, well, I mean, I sometimes, I mean, I truthfully forget about it, you know, because like I sometimes so much of my week is is um is filled with doing like things i don't like the things i don't always want to do like like playing a live stream thing or <laughs> or uh doing like a, a million interviews in like one week and you're like oh oh and then like there's that and then there's there's all these other things and you're like okay um and you gotta like plan out your post for the week you are like, oh, and then like you're like i didn't do anything with music today mm-hmm. which is what it's about to so and i'm just trying to do like try to be like I do the music and my team can do the business. Yeah. The music business. And so, yeah. But I also love the music business. It's very yeah, fun. I
0: mean, for sure. I mean, but that's literally why these jobs have been made, though, is like th- the art is the thing you're selling at the end of the day. So it really is important uh-huh. that your artist has that time to focus on their work and why people actually like them.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I feel like the fact that you just released an EP and then you already have new music coming, like obviously not yeah. released or anything but wrapping up another project that says a lot about you as an artist i truthfully i wouldn't have had
2: it done <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, but i wouldn't have had it done if i didn't have this much time so I, hopefully i can keep this like um this pace up though where i have it done before i need to have it done i can start the next one before the next one and all that Totally. So,
0: bucket lists. We've got the Bernie Sanders show. We got the playlist cover. What else do we hope to cross off our bucket list? Maybe in the next year or so.
2: Can I grab my journal? Absolutely. Hey, okay, one second.
0: Wow, this is like very uh, in- exclusive look into his. Journal. I'm feeling awesome. really
1: like I'm feeling very special.
2: All right, I'm back. If you didn't know, uh, I just <laughs> just wrote this down. Like a few, because my managers are like, what is your goals? And I said, a bunch of stuff. Um. Okay, here we go. It's all written down in here. Oh, wow. That's a lot. I'm ready. Uh, okay. My two-year goal. Wait, well, let's see what I got back here. I have two-year goals. Is this okay? You yeah, absolutely. I would love to, in the next, by t- 2023, I would love to sell 800 tickets in major North American markets i would also like a to tour the, i feel like a little kid reading my
1: oh it's so <laughs> it's Walmart. like it's so genuine though
2: i love it uh, release a debut full length on a major label nice i would love to play late night tv and i want to support an arena tour i want to be interviewed by nardwar i'd love to play either the hollywood bowl or the greek uh, and i want to play coachella and red rocks that's my two years
1: I feel like those are all very realistic goals. Those are attainable, nothing, man. Yeah, I, like I, nothing I, I'm like. I think geeky.
2: that's coming for
0: you very, very
2: quickly. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. And then I have my five-year goals. Do you want to hear those? Oh, yeah, yeah, go oh, for please. it. Okay. I want to be nominated for a Grammy in five years by 2026. I Heck see it yeah. now. I would love to headline some theaters. Uh, I'd love to sh- do a shed support tour, like amphitheaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also want to play the sundown slot at Lollapalooza. And I would love to play Madison Square Garden. And I would love to know Justin Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> and have a full touring crew. And those are my goals for the next little bit. That
0: is so awesome. That, yeah. You know, that brings up a, a good question. Um, it, when you think of like, if you had endless resources for your tour, would, uh-huh. would it, you go to a theater at all times? Are you trying to play stadiums or I- like...
2: I mean I mean if eventually I mean when I was in high school I thought like I'm not going to high school I'm not going to college I'm gonna songs and play arenas in a couple years (laughs) obviously I'm not even close to that um I haven't even supported anybody in arena yet but uh um I mean I would love to play arena I think the music I make is 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 for that Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it but it's for that definitely um so if that ever gets to happen in any shape or form be very special for me. It's okay, it's okay to be alone sometimes. It's okay to be lonely. It's okay to be alone. alone, alone, alone. It's, okay to be it's okay to be alone sometimes. <laughs> I don't think I could ever pay have people pay for a meet and greet.
1: I've done VIP IP for a
2: like think? A, good yeah.
1: amount, a good amount of time and the artist that i had he had the same issue and he just felt so terrible about it and i was like at the end of the day you wouldn't be able to meet all these people at like it wouldn't right. it wouldn't work that way and they are just so excited just to mm-hmm. even say hi to you like and yeah attention yeah yeah
2: i just prefer to just say hey Yeah. if i can make if i can fill my gas tank with it sure
0: definitely and
1: you know that's why they have it
0: i've i've personally paid for two and they've both been like q a's before who are they uh quinn 92 and casey musgraves okay cool i was in college um but i mean they both like in terms of casey musgraves at the point is she was like blowing up um, it was right before she was or no, it was right after it was like the day after she was nominated for a Grammy. So I wanted to like do the Q and A and I just was really always like admired her like actual like artistry. So it was really cool to like hear some in depth. I mean, I guess that's why I talk to artists is to it was like that, except I didn't have to do any of the work. She just like kinda of Yeah. Talked. Um, but yeah, I mean I, I don't think I could pay money to take a picture with someone because again, having work meet and greets, it goes like this. Step, pick uh right, goodbye.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it was with Bernie. Yeah. So I'm, there's a college here in Grand Rapids or in Grand Rapids called Calvin yeah. College. And they bring in amazing artists. I don't know how. They bring in like the National and Bunny Bear and Damn. Sufjan, and all these people and Head in the Heart and Julian Baker and Lucy Dais and all these and all these great like really respected musicians and they do this conversation after. And it's like you're gonna see your favorite band play a show, and then after the show, you're gonna like sit in the same auditorium and they're just gonna sit and have a convers like this one guy hosts this conversation mm-hmm. like right after the show. And it's the coolest thing. That's awesome. Uh, And they've been doing it for years. And it's, like, with, like, huge artists. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's not weird. And, like, no one's taking pictures and no one's asking, like, celebrity questions. They're just asking about art and stuff. And it's really really special
0: i mean that's what i love about music media is like getting that behind the scenes that you wouldn't necessarily and not like behind the scenes of like well that's your favorite breakfast mood like more like so why yeah. did this take like six months like what were the logistics leading up? like it just stuff like that i think is so cool and i feel like you're the exact type of artist that you know people want that from so you know if you ever gonna go down one of those uh paths i think that it could totally be in your cards well thank you i appreciate it <laughs> Well, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciated it. This was Of
2: course. So fun. This was so fun. Genuinely. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Genuinely. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate thank it. You. Yeah. It no was problem. so nice meeting you. Nice thank to you. too. Gone. See you guys. Bye. Just want
3: to be
1: be I was so excited for this interview just because I am truly such a fan of his music and I cannot wait to see what he has in store in later 2020 and with this next or wait we're in 2021 (laughs)
2: later in
1: 2021 and with the new music that he's releasing like.
0: I got like a weird sense of of proudness, (laughs) just like hearing him list all of uh, his accomplishments in such a humble way, like truly just like in a a regular conversation, he wasn't like bragging about it. He
1: really knows exactly where he wants his career to go. And I feel like a lot of people like 2020 put them, put everything on hold and Mm -hmm. made people think a lot more, but they haven't been thinking two years and five years like he was, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was like a really intimate look into uh, like, I don't even know. I just I'm pretty confident like that he's going to be huge, (laughs) you know, and I just think it was really cool that we got like that intimate look into, you know, his journal and his goals. And I totally think one day. Uh, you know, when we're old as shit, we'll use that little footage and be like, oh, <laughs> Michigan with the goals. Now he's like selling out arenas left and right. Uh But yeah, I mean, it was so cool. And just uh him as an artist, too, is it was, it was really cool to get to hear like the way that he produces and, and writes and works with the band. Um uh, Just an overall great interview. And I know that I'm going to go listen to Everything Will Be Okay eventually right about now after this.
1: <laughs> On repeat.
0: <laughs> For sure. It, it, another reason why I like it is I it like... I can choose what mood I want to be in. Like I can be hype and listen to it or I can like really kind of wallow into his music as well and and be more like chill or even like sad. If that makes sense.
1: No, it makes complete sense. And <laughs> normally I don't agree with you on these things, yeah. but no, I completely understand where you're coming from. And I think he has a bright future ahead of him.
0: Um, well, anyhow, uh, some tracks from Everything Will Be Okay eventually are streaming atop the music you're missing playlist right now. So go check them out. You can follow Michigander on social media.
1: At Michigander Band. And then you can find us. You know where to find us. Music uh, you're missing.
0: Yep. At music you're missing. We also have a blog. It's uh just just Google music you're missing. It'll come up if you want to read.
1: Yeah. Blog YouTube. Yeah, we're on Check YouTube us out now. there to see what we look like.
0: It's fu- so funny because we're don't. like getting legit. But like we're also, <laughs> like, I don't know, like you have a blog. It's whatever. Um. All right. Bye.
1: <laughs> bye. When I hear something amazing, oh, and feel free to tell your friends too. So Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And
0: if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network Grilling Essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost
1: makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select Style's 15% offer ends May
0: 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.